your endeavors. Imagine a time when you're taxed if you don't go to church. Imagine a time when you have to follow all the rules or else you are taken to prison. You are tortured, you are killed, you are martyred. Mm. Now imagine the government takes away those, those punishments and then puts them back on and then takes them away and then puts them back even harsher. What do you do? Of course, you get a group of your friends together and you go overthrow the government. Naturally. Today, on the inaugural episode of the Dirty River Chronicles, we'll be talking about none other than Remember, Remember, the 5th of November, the Gunpowder's Plot, and then a bunch of other words that come after that. So today, join us on a trip down history lane. Yeah. And uh, we'll see just how much we know or how much we don't know. So here we go. Quick little throw together intro right there. I am your host, JT. This is the Dirty River Chronicles. With me, I have my co-host, Ron O'Neill. Hello. And this is his first endeavor into a podcast. If you notice, we're on a table, so it kind of moves. He gets some visual effects. (laughs) What's going on? Oh, my God, it's an earthquake in Kansas. So, uh, yeah, this is our inaugural episode. So this is going to be very, very rudimentary and very pieced together. And Ron and I are going to figure out how we do the damn thing. Yeah. So, um yeah, little intros about us. Uh, I, I am JT. I will be your host, so I'm probably going to be the most consistent one here because I own all the equipment, and uh, Ron does travel quite a bit for work, and yeah, and he's got a, a young family. Yes, that and a family demands time. <laughs> and uh, mine seems to be more. Um, we're just doing our thing, getting through our days at the moment, yeah, and uh, not traveling as much for work as I thought I would. So. There's that. Co me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, you notice the background. We'll we'll probably change that a few times throughout, like I have in all of my other podcasting endeavors. Um, I've been doing podcasts off and on for 17, 18 years, something like that. Nice. Um, trying to remember exactly when we started. That's just makes you feel older. It really does. It, really it just... shows just how much gray is <laughs> growing in since the first episode. <laughs> um, this is really my first endeavor into a history-based podcast. Um, the ones I did before were more comedy, opinion, music, movies, TV, current events, fair, okay, stuff like that. Cool. So, um, history's been a passion of mine since. I mean, that was obviously my best <laughs> subject in school, all growing up, and uh, it's just something that I've always had fun with. Something that I've that uh, helps me in trivia more than anything. Fair enough. So, yeah, your Thursday night trivia nights. Well, yeah. sometimes Mondays, sometimes Tuesdays, sometimes. Whatever. Yeah. Thursday. I wondered if somebody's walking in the way you were looking over there. I yeah, I thought I heard something. And, <laughs> but we are in an abandoned stadium. We there's no way that right. we're <laughs> we are in an undisclosed location that the government shall never find us. Unless you know they open a door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we're screwed. So Ron, tell me about you. Tell 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 the world about you and your background. How you got here. The Air Force. That's all. <laughs> Good no, talk, I, everybody. Great show. Yep, great. Okay, let's wrap it up. <laughs> now, I was born and raised in California okay. and then joined the military when I was 19 years old. I did... Not quite fresh out of uh, Not high quite. School? No, and not quite fresh after 9-11. Like, yes, it was part of the reason, but it wasn't. I wasn't Fair one enough. of those guys that said, oh, I'm going. I got to do this right, right now. I had a buddy who did that. Joined the Navy. Sure. Made a career out of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, for me, it was more go to college, go to the Air Force. One, right on. the, one or the other, you're going to do something sure. valuable, and, and that's what I chose. Sure. So, there you go. Admirable. Yeah. Well, you know. I tried. Yeah. They kicked me out because of my knees. But uh, it was it was between the Navy and the Chair Force. And, uh, you got to lie better. It, it, well, <laughs> it doesn't help when your knee swells up to so yeah. I can't even get it into the frame how big my knee was. So, yeah, I was on a zero-tolerance waiver and kicked me out of boot camp. Yeah, it sucks. And then they put it down for zero possibility for reenlistment in any branch. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I got the ultimate. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for. Well, I had a buddy that was going to join with me, and we were yeah. going to go to, we we're going to have the same job. We we're going to go to the first same sure. base together because the Air Force will keep everybody kind of together yeah, they, if you want to. They had the buddy system, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he wasn't able to join the Air Force because of, asthmatic like symptoms when he was like three like. years old no yeah he didn't have asthma never had asthma but the air force in that time was very we are only going to allow non-asthmatics in period dot end of story sure but the navy took him and he's he's getting close to his 20 year mark now actually there you go. yeah he's he made a career out of it that's yeah, fantastic what job did he go to what is he does radios on ships that's about the best that I, I know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I did join. I was a jet engine mechanic. I did a lot of work on, on fighter aircraft on F-15s. The best aircraft ever. Gotcha. No one can change my mind. Um, and then some C-130 work as well. I did five total years in England. Nice. Which will play into this later. Hey. And then, yep. Yay. And split that time with... A stint in Florida and then okay. and then New Mexico. So Ooh, Engl- England. <laughs> yep. England. <laughs> then Florida. Then back to England. I was spoiled for eight or nine years. Yeah. And then Yeah, and then And then New Mexico. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody yep. I've ever known that's been to Clovis is that's just the only word I've ever heard them describe it as. Well, it's the only place that I've ever been that everyone's cumulative hate is just being there. <laughs> right. I did I didn't hate the military. I did right. I got out not because of that. I didn't get out because I didn't like the plane I was working on sure. or any other personal reason. I wanted to leave. Yeah. And they wouldn't let me. That's that pretty was, that much was it. I was exactly with everybody I've ever known. I was told there. three to five years. Oh yeah. more. And I was already there three and I was like, you know, I'm just I'm I'm <laughs> I'm 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 going I'm going to go. Deuces. I'm going to I'm going to go figure something else out. <laughs> right on. So, but yeah, I did that for a little while, bounced around, figured out some different jobs. I I've, I've done my youngest stepson will tell you that I've certifiably done everything. There you go. Which I I don't hate. You know, right, well, I, I I mean, it gives you a good skill set. Yeah. Moved to Pennsylvania for a while, did some pipeline work. Oof. Yeah, that was 90 hour weeks that was that was always fun yeah, i know what those are like <laughs> yep yep and then well the 90 hour weeks not the not the pipeline work yeah, yeah, yeah. and then these hands are soft <laughs> mine creak and crack and stuff it's, <laughs> that's my knees <laughs> my feet i've been a runner my entire life so yeah fair um yeah then i did some stuff with at&t and then right you know bounced around and now i'm do safety for a construction company there you go so yeah and your description of what you do for your job is a dream for most people. Yeah. It, uh, 
quite the job. Yes. We'll leave it at that. I, I love it. We'll leave it at I that. I do. Yeah, it's, no. it's a pretty pretty sweet gig. Yeah. My day job, I, I teach people how to make cold hot dogs and warm beer and uh, boss around high school kids and retirees. And yeah. then I have three months to where it's just me and my assistant. Nice. And even she doesn't work that often in the off season. So it's really <laughs> just me, let's be honest. Um, yeah. I, you know, we'll keep some, some bits of the... Uh, the personal life personal and uh you know i've got a beautiful girlfriend she she brought three kids into our life one who's a full-blown adult with a family and fantastic and uh, then i've got my uh my 11 year old son my pride and joy and today's his last ever football game in junior football so i've helped coach these kids for four years five years now and okay. so this is the last game coaching him so i get Get a little emotional today. It's gonna to be a good day. No, hold, we, hold the tears back. Yeah, no, I've uh, I can't can't deny that I've 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 finally found my niche in life with uh, the, you know the family and the kids and oh that's great the the best friend partner the uh, life's pretty good man. Oh, I couldn't agree more. You know, and I I would love someday to get her on the podcast. She's brilliant and she's entertaining and. She she busts my balls pretty good to where it keeps me honest. So it'd be That's fun good. to have on the podcast someday. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> get her, get my wife. And yeah, let's yeah, go. Let's, let's, let's just make it a whole thing. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll do it on Valentine's Day. There you go. We'll do a, a partner's podcast. <laughs> you know, they're going to love that for their Valentine's Day dates. Hey, guess what we're doing? A podcast. A podcast. <laughs> Which my girlfriend does her own podcast. So she gets it. There you go. So it's it's becoming quite the uh, quite the endeavor for her, and she's... Take it off for nice. So, if you are part part of my uh, Facebook friends family, you see that I repost a lot of her stuff on there. So, cool. It's good stuff. Yeah, life is life is pretty good. Um, one thing I want to bring from the old podcast from from my old uh, clearly confused podcast days. It's brilliant, brilliant. That at one time we were perfectly unreasonable. Then we were clearly confused. We were the stew radio to start. Stew. Yeah, S T E W okay. because we were. A little bit of everything. Okay. And of course, yeah. <laughs> the picture we had on our podcast was a was a. Everybody's like, "Is that chili?" You're like, no, it's jackrabbit stew. Perfect. <laughs> like, it quickly turned out <laughs> after you tell them that it's not chunks of cow in there; it's chunks of jackrabbit. Yeah. But uh, one of the things, and, and like Ron and I've talked about off the air, is we will eventually get into um, some alcoholic yeah. beverages. Um, but this is our "What You Drinking" segment. Today I need to be awake because I had a long day yesterday, and I got to have a good long day today with with the end of football and all that. Um, so I got a, and I never order it by the name because I hate the damn name. Of course, it's it's recharges what the type of beverage it is from Mocha's down the street. Shameless okay. plug for them. Sure. This is the peach flavor. There's a theme we got going on here, and this is the oh, hey. <laughs> this is the fuzz buzz. <clears throat> I can't order as as a. As a full-blown red American, or red-blooded American, red American. Red American. I'm red, well, as I get angry. Um, red-blooded American. I can't order you. I'll take the 32-ounce fuzz buzz. Yeah. It just. Sure. I can't, so I order the peach recharge. Light on the ice. It's easy enough when I go to Starbucks and go, hey, I need one of those pink drinks. <laughs> right. That my daughter those. drinks, but <laughs> I don't really know what it. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I hear you. Yeah. Nope, yeah. I'll stick to monsters, which ironically and by no. We didn't plan this. We didn't, we didn't plan we didn't it call all, each but other the and plan it, yeah. ultra peachy keen. There it is. 
No sugar. That's a good one. I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. And then I've also got a Zion's for backup. For so so that the, the fuzz buzz isn't enough. If it doesn't kick in, if, if the fuzz or the buzz don't kick in enough, then I've got a Zion's to <laughs> figure it out. Fantastic. Mm. Good and peachy. Good. It's not very fuzzy or buzzy, so we're good. I don't think you really want it fuzzy. I don't. I, don't. I know peaches are, are fuzzy, but <laughs> I you would, don't want a fuzzy drink. I would absolutely be calling the girl from me like, baby, we got issues. Oh. <laughs> the drink is fuzzy. <laughs> so. I found some fuzz in my drink. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was called fuzz buzz, so I just thought it was normal. Yeah, no. yeah, just no. they just add fuzz to it. So, um, <laughs> so what we're we're, we're going to try and do on on this endeavor of the Dirty River Chronicles. Um, give you our idea. Uh, we'll, we'll read the facts of history. We will read, if I could enunciate, a little mush mouth going on, too much buzz from the foot. Fu- anyway. Yep, yep. Um, too far. To, nah, just real a bit. Um, <laughs> but we want to give the facts and we want to give our opinion on it. And we want to inject a little bit of humor into it. And, you know, we, we, we both are uh, history buffs. Yeah. I wouldn't say we're aficionados. We're not. We're not professors by any stretch of the imagination. No, or experts. But we can absolutely read a page on the internet. So, um, but you know, if we can interject our own opinion on it, our own perspectives, and and make you guys laugh along the way, and by all means, if we uh, mess something up, if we get some misinformation. We would love for you guys to either find us on was it X now, Twitter. I don't want you to take X and then find us, although that would be fun, too. That'd be interesting. I'm not going to do it, but you can. Um, But it's at Dirty River ICT, because we're in Wichita, Kansas. Right. Um, World-renowned for its cleanest rivers. World-renowned for the three-eyed fish that come out of the Brown River that goes through town. And it's not brown because it used to be a cattle town. (laughs) No. It is brown because (laughs) the, the dirt basin that it runs through... For the riverbed. Yeah. That's what I read. Okay. So <laughs> there, it actually isn't just. It's nasty. not just a dirty river. Sure. No. No, but that was always the river back in the 70s was that right. the refineries and the um, plastic plants that used to be around here would, would dump all their waste into the Cowskin Creek, which would run into the Arkansas River, not the Arkansas River, because it's Arkansas, not theirs. Right. Um, and then it, we would pulled three-eyed fish and it was really just trash of course it was no no uh simpsons level springfield waste being dumped (laughs) into the river or nothing like that it's better but you still won't ever catch me in it unless it's a tragic accident well i might kayak in it but i'm not swimming in it right you're still not yeah i'm not in it no i'm on it right at that point unless i'm horrible at kayaking (laughs) right like i said some tragic accident i might end up in the river someday but Let's let's hope that don't dive in. It's no gosh, no, <laughs> nope. Nobody wants to be a paraplegic, and or, not not for that story or a quadriplegic. Yeah, I I can live with it. My father in law has has one prosthetic leg, sure, and it's a fun source of. You say of you comedy. guys have fun with it, so oh he he he's a great sport with it. Good, fantastic sport about it, but I would not want to go. Oh, how'd you lose your leg? Oh, uh-huh, here, yeah, our Kansas River, yeah. Dove in. People just assume it melted off. Yeah, it got attacked by waste. <laughs> <laughs> so, now that we've got that out of the way, we've got yeah. about 45 minutes to get this whole gunpowder powder plot figured. Plot powder? Powder? Plot, 
Wash mouth. Uh, Gunpowder plot figured out. That is a tongue twister. They should have called it something else. Really? I mean, I get it. And yeah. we'll, we'll explain that here shortly. <laughs> but so for those of you who have seen the movie V for Vin- Vendetta, you have heard this little poem before. Uh, remember, remember the 5th of November. Gunpowder, treason, and plot. Notice I slowed down on that. Yeah. Um, I've seen a reason why gunpowder, treason, I about stumbled again. Sniper bell got me. Uh, <laughs> should ever be forgot. Guy Fox, Guy Fox, twas his intent. We'll dispel that one. To blow up the king in the parliament. Three score barrels of powder below. For those who don't know, a score is? 12. There it is. Take that. 12 times 3, you get? 36 today. <laughs> yep, math and stuff. <laughs> you could recall how much. But I'm yeah, like, yeah, it's early. Yep. It's early, and you've been up for a while. The things I know versus the things that I think I should know are different. Winner. Poor old England to overthrow. By God's providence, he was catched. C-A-T-C-H apostrophe D. That's it's, it's old English. English, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not American, it's English. <laughs> With a dark lantern and burning match, holler boys, holler boys, let the bells ring, holler boys, holler boys, God save the... King. There it is. Yep. See, he's never read this. I had no idea. Yeah, but he figured it out. Couldn't do 12 times 3. But... Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> My one-year-old was very awake this morning <laughs> at a terrible time. I get it. I get yeah. it. No, trust me. I was up at 1 o'clock watching wrestling because I couldn't sleep. Which 1 o'clock? Don't judge me. Both. Yeah. I believe. One of them. Yeah. I, went, I got up at 12.50 and went to bed at 1.05. And, and we're up for about an hour. A little over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. so. Daylight savings at its finest. Oh, it's beautiful. Give me an extra hour of being awake. Yeah. Uh, remember, remember the 5th of November. Why the 5th of November? That's when they planned on blowing up King James Parliament. Yep. Why, you may ask. We well, got to go way back in the way back machine. All the way back to the time of King Henry VIII. For those who don't know, King Henry VIII is the one who established the Church of England because him and the Pope didn't see eye to eye when it came to marital issues um if you've ever seen the series the tutors mm-hmm. it really goes in depth and very accurately as to why all of this went about king under the eighth was a bit of a uh, philanderer is that the right word yeah I'd he liked so. his women yes um and he uh would attach himself to one quickly and want to get a divorce oh well for those who don't know um the Catholic Church was not very big on divorces back then. They still really aren't. They're not. No, that's They're still not. not a thing. But it was even worse back then. So King Henry VIII wanted a divorce because he found a new target. Sure. We'll call it. Okay. Um, and the Pope at the time was like, eh, no, not going to happen. So, as any good king would do, you start your own church. <laughs> you you right. separate from the most powerful entity in the world at the time sure um and you create your own church protestants still did everything the same way catholics did but they weren't catholic it's crucial it is it's crucial so exit king andrew the eighth enter his daughter well actually for a brief moment enter his son and then his son dies early his son was like 13 i think if i check me on that one yeah um Dies, Mary the First comes to power. 
and uh, she is very Catholic. So she goes... As most people really were. Right. Let's, let's... right. So she goes back to Catholicism, which makes all of England Catholic again. Yay, rejoice. Woo, except for the ones that were on King Andrew the Eighth side and was like, no, that's bad, no. blah. Exit Mary the First, enter her sister, Elizabeth the First. Very much follows her father's way of doing things. Sure. So, back to Protestants. Yay, Protestants. I couldn't have been confusing for people at the time. Right. Unless you're Catholic and then, boo, Protestants. Yeah. She was very much so the uh, Iron Fist. If you didn't go to church at least three times a month, you paid a tax. If you practice anything outside of being Protestant, i.e. Catholicism, Lutherans were coming to, I don't want to say power, but popularity. Sure. Anyway. It's probably better way lutherans were looked at as uh i mean it was heresy damn near witchcraft yeah so um you were jailed tortured drawn quartered yeah that that was that was no joke yeah i i I just hung drawn and quartered was not something that anybody wanted to be a part of if you want that's for sure right you know if you want a decent idea of what drawing is quartering is look at the end of braveheart yeah he's drawn and quartered fairly accurately right to where they hang you to the point of you're almost dead and your 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 neck is about to snap then (laughs) just kidding we're gonna lower you down uh then we're going to torture you in multiple ways right uh we're going to stretch you on the rack then while you're still alive and your shoulders and your hips are dislocated, we're going to take out your entrails, <laughs> your bowels, your... Hopefully that's about the time where, where you finally cease to live. Wrong. These guys are so good at their job Ugh. that they could take out the miles of intestines that you got in your body. I don't know how long it is really. should ask. The girlfriend on that one. I don't don't think I the large and the small intestine. It's I don't lo- think it's miles. It's a lot of feet. <laughs> I know. Yes, I know. I know it's not miles. <laughs> I digress. Um, but you can take out the uh, you know twenty feet of intestines or whatever you have in your body, and and stay, and you're still alive. Ooh. They keep you. They keep you within inches of being dead, yeah. and, and then you confess your sins to make it a quicker death because. <laughs> You're not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. Um, <laughs> and then at that point, they chop off your head. Yeah. But if you don't, then they drag your body still alive, minus your intestines, through the crowd by horse until yeah. you're either dead or you confess. And then they take your arms and your legs and they take them to the four corners of the kingdom and they put your head on a spike outside on London Bridge or whatever Yeah. for others to know what you did wrong. Right. That's what they would do to somebody just because they worship the same God. Differently. Differently. With different rules. That's it. If they, okay, another thing that, that she would do, that her minions would do, if uh, you were found harboring a priest. Right. Same ending. Right. <laughs> same ending. Cut and paste. Right, yep. right, yeah. right, right. So what would people do at this time? They would find places to hide they would do they would worship in secret mm-hmm. they would have code words they, i mean it's real cloak and dagger shit oh yeah so 
the government was, you know, and it's, and it's as with our cyber, you know, cybersecurity now, you can't make a, a patch or a firewall for something if you don't know it's there. Right. Just like we can't make a vaccine for a virus if we don't know it's there. So it's very reactionary. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not getting political. We're not nope. getting religious. Nope. Nope. But you cannot react to something unless you know it's there. Sure. So they always had to stay one step out of the government. Right. Okay. So Elizabeth dies and has no offspring. So she has no heir to the throne. So in comes James the fourth of Ireland. It's Ireland, Scotland. Ireland, I do believe. I, I yeah. do. I do I, believe. I, I think so. Yeah, King James the Fourth of Ireland. So, and this is what I don't get about monarchs. He's King James the Fourth of Ireland, and then he takes over the uh, throne of England, and he's King James the First of England. Well, he was the first of the fourth. Right, but we're different country. But we're taught right. Yes, we're, we're taught now that that is a lineage thing, not a right placeholder thing. Right, placeholder. Is that what you? Yeah, yeah. that's what I'll call it. Um, and he, King James has, he's the reason we have the King James version of the Bible. Sure. He re, tore out some chapters, rewrote some things. I don't know. He, I, he's that King James. Yes. Yes. He is that King James. And so because of that, he's in some realms, he's looked at as, um, kind of wild, kind of flies off the cuff. But if you, if you go off and you look at a lot of, uh, of retellings of what he did. A lot of the um, annals of history. Oh, careful. Uh, said that correctly? Yep, this <laughs> time. Yep, yep. Yeah, you guys should have been here for the pre-show meeting. Um, <laughs> he was really compassionate. Sure. He was very, he, he would listen to, and, and we'll get to an example of that. Uh, but he would really listen to his his subjects. And he was he was he was very thoughtful in what he did. So... All of the rules that Elizabeth put out, all of these punishments, all of these reactionary, my way or no way, right. and by no way I mean death, you know, tea and cake or death, um, he, he pulled back. He didn't, he didn't take away the laws, but, sure. he, but he didn't enforce them. Yeah. So you weren't getting taxed if you didn't go to church. If you were harboring a priest, you know, it's, uh, don't, right. is really all they would do. Sure. And so this went on for about a year. So all of the, um, you know, the Catholics were like, oh, okay, he gets us. You know, we get religious freedom. We can, we can, we can worship the way we want to. We can be a contributing member of the English society without having to hide part of our us. Right. So, and then he reinforces them. Wait a minute. Hold on. So all those things that, that we were, were getting in trouble for, that we weren't getting in trouble, now we're getting in trouble for them again? Yes. So. Yes. Clear as mud in a time when information didn't flow no at all. There, there, well, there, yeah, there was no. <laughs> no paper. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, there was paper. There was no Gazette. There was right. no. No New York Times. No New York Times. People know that things are going to go back until you heard. Right. Oh, did you hear about the guy that got hung and drawn? And, sure. And that's how you... It, was, of, it, it was, was word of mouth at best. It was minstrels going through town playing the yeah. whatever minstrel guitar. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> I didn't research that part. Don't judge me. Um, but, yeah. so he reinforces them. Sure. And then he pulls them back. And then he reinforces them again. Perfect. So what do you do with somebody who is 
really getting I'm getting thrown around, getting confused, getting persecuted, not persecuted, persecuted, not persecuted. How can they say that but not gunpowder? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The, the wonders. Yep. English language is a weird thing. The word Pacific Ocean, every C in that is pronounced differently. Food for thought. Anyway. <laughs> um so what do you do? What would you do? I'm still thinking about Pacific Ocean. <laughs> right. I, you're right, though. That's, that's, that's annoying. <laughs> See, you're learning on this podcast. So. If you learn nothing else, it's that. Correct. Enter Robert Catesby. Yes. Robert Catesby. Um, Guy Fox. F-A-W-K-E-S. Uh, John and Christopher Wright. Yep. Uh, Robert and Thomas Wintour. It's not Winter. No. W-I-N-T-O-U-R. It's Wintour. Tour. Uh, Thomas Percy, Robert Keyes, Thomas Bates, John Grant, Ambrose Rookwood. Not Rockwood, the street I grew up on. Rookwood. Uh, and Sir Everett Digby and Francis Tresham. These are your 13 conspirators. You had that committed to memory, right? You didn't read that. My eyes were darting right to where it's written. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yep. I do some of them. <laughs> right. Wintour. Wintour. Robert and Thomas Wintour. Um, I don't have a good. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. 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 See, this is why we get yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why we're doing this. Yeah. So, Robert Catesby would be the quote-unquote mastermind behind all this which is sad because in the in the world of the bigger picture of all this he has no notoriety whatsoever it's a guy fox thing correct and we'll get to why that is but it's annoying if you know oh, that he's the one that, no, that knows i'm gonna set all this up and, and and go out and find people and he he went out and he recruited he brought people in for their specialities he brought people in because of who they knew yes he brought people in specifically to let this plot unfold. Correct. And nobody knows who he is. Very few. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah, right. There, yeah, yeah. He's, he's known. In, in, in the annals of time. Yes. I'm going to use that a lot. You know that. Yeah. And, and I'm going to yeah. mess it up one time. You will. And at least one time. And you're never going to let me forget that. Nope. Uh, you know, Guy Fox is the guy that everybody, he's the guy. He is the guy. <laughs> that every, He is a guy uh, that everybody remembers. And we'll get to why. Um, we'll also get to how he's remembered and all those good things. Right. Um, so let's let's check out the timeline of the gunpowder treason and plot. I said it right that time. Kind of good. good, good. Man. 97 times the charm. Yeah. Yeah. So 24th March 1603, Queen Elizabeth I dies and James I takes over the throne. James IV of Ireland converts to James I of England. Right. Fair enough. Fast forward a little bit because we've talked about everything that's happened up to that point. 20th of May, so just over a year, King James has been just jacking with all the Catholics, okay? So 20th of May, the plot takes shape, 1604. Robert Catesby, Thomas Winter, Wintour, uh, Jack Wright, Thomas, per it's, it's spelt Winter here, and I know it's Wintour. It is. Uh, Thomas Percy and Guy Fox meet. So it's really just those five guys. Yeah. Handful of dudes. Yes. Guy Fox is brought in because he's basically a soldier of fortune. He, I mean, he's, he's been part of the Spanish War. He's been part of the, you know, any right. insert conflict here at the time right. of, you know, late 1500s, early 1600s. He's got explosive experience. He's got conflict. He's got all exactly. that. He's, he's, he's that guy. He's brought in because of his knowledge of explosives. Yeah. Um, 
But keep in mind that what they were what they were planning to do originally is tunnel under the the House of Parliament, and they were going to set up all of the uh, uh, all of the explosives. How many? Thirty six. Thirty six. Three Correct. scores, not Three. four scores. Three scores. That's a different. That's a different <laughs> not, speech. Not seven years ago. Nope. Nope. Three score of gunpowder. Keep in mind that a that, that the uh, the barrel you're thinking of is exactly the size of the barrel that 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 they used. It is a wine barrel. It is right. a large, large amount of gunpowder. Yes. Keep in mind that one would have probably killed everybody in Parliament, but it would not have done the damage or Sent the guaranteed right. that everybody died. No, 36 barrels is actually enough that that I read that they could have destroyed the Parliament building 20 times. Yes. So, ha, I watched a great documentary on YouTube, and I, I'll put the uh, the link up in our on our on our Twitter page on our X page. X. I can't say X. It's, it's weird. It sounds weird. Um, but the house of lords the, the the parliament that they had at the time is no longer there they right. they moved it in 1800s i think or they built a new one because they needed a larger one and they tore this one down because that's what you do to history just tear it down yeah um just now they've got a clock there or something too right yeah right big right. big tall clock right yeah. so <laughs> so they, they they literally rebuilt the building to the exact specifications with the exact types of material that they used um, they put the 36 barrels underneath. They set back a mile and a half from where it was. And they ignited it, and the floorboards went straight up at 166 miles an hour. Huh. All of them. Huh. <laughs> um, it blew the ceiling completely off, every last shard of it. Sure. Uh, they, they, they set mannequins up inside, different colors were lords the royalty, the commoners, everything, so that they knew who died, right? how they died, and how badly they died. Um, the answer was yes. Yes, yes. all died. Yes. Um, yeah, they sent the, the parts of the, the lids from the, from the barrels um, of, of about, what do they say, 300 feet in the air? That's up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just gunpowder. Yeah. That's not C4. Right. <laughs> that's, or, that's that's 1600s gunpowder. Right. So, and keep in mind that they had to have that shipped in from out of country because you could only have so much at a time yeah. sent to Every, you. Everybody needed it, obviously. Right. But. Right. But to get 36 barrels worth of gunpowder, you had to be covert about it. So, they're digging underneath, trying to get underneath. And then they find out that... Um, there's a house for, for rent, for, for let. Yes. Next door. 24th of May. So four days after they decide they're going to they're gonna tunnel under, uh, Thomas Percy rents a small house next to the Lord's Chamber. Literally right next door. So they're tunneling. Convenient. They're tunneling that they thought they were going to have to do. Um, it was way shorter. They were, they were thinking they would have to do the equivalent of about a quarter mile of, of digging. And then the house opens up right next door. Which isn't easy when the water table in England is like right at the surface. Exactly. You have to be so careful that you don't flood your tunnels so that you don't have, there's water just under the surface. Again, these are some of Guy Fox's um, expertise sure. from his military days, and he warned them of that. Yeah. And they told him, get to digging. 
Yep. And then the house opens up four days later, and he's like, ha-ha, not so much digging. Right. Gotcha. So December of 1604, the plotters start digging their tunnel under the wall of the House of Lords. So they literally had to be down low enough to dig under the tunnel, under the foundation, and then up through the basement, basically is what it was. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what they called it, but it wasn't a basement hmm. back then, but so be it. Yeah. Fast forward to 1605, March. So... Not quite a year after, well, yeah, not quite a year after they met. Plotters were in a storeroom under the House of Lords because the tunneling wasn't going so well. You don't say. Yeah. Weird. So they could rent a storeroom under the House of Lords. So they dug for a while. And even in that short amount of digging that they were going to do compared to what the large amount they were going to have to do, it still couldn't get it done. Water table being the yeah. main issue with what their problem. They, they couldn't keep it dry enough. To keep it sound. To keep it structurally sound. Yeah. To roll barrels of gunpowder through <laughs> and lift them up into the basement. So the plotters are in a storeroom under the House of Lords and begin to smuggle in barrels of gunpowder. 26th of October, Lord Menteagle receives a mysterious letter warning him of the evil plan. Lord Menteagle, I, I know I'm probably slaughtering how you pronounce that name because I don't understand old English. I will forever slaughter every name that yeah. I ever say. Yeah, I don't have a uh, pronunciation guide for this. I can't even say pronunciation. Fair. Pronunciation. Mush mouth. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm probably slaughtering it. There are rumors that he figured out something was going on and he wrote the letter to himself. Hmm. There are, I mean, the, the historical side of things says that it was one of the 13... Uh, conspirators that were doing it. Some, somebody got shook. You know, the... The uh, conscious spoke to him and said, hey, we just can't do this. Well, the crowd was really cracking down on Catholics and they got skittish. Sure. You know, and yeah. so, yeah, like you said, they, they broke down. Their conscious was like, yeah, I need to stop this before we go too far. Sure. Which, I mean, any treasonous plot like that, any any strike against the government, any... Rebellion versus the Empire. Right. Should I be doing this is always going to be that internal battle. Yes. <clears throat> You're always going to have that, should I? Right, 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 right. So, 26th October, Lord Montego receives a mysterious letter warning him of the evil plan. Dun, dun, dun. And stuff. Right. Um, 4th of November. That's close. 1605. King James orders a search of the Houses of Parliament. So they're searching because the letter says, hey, <laughs> right. you might want to check that room. <laughs> All those barrels are bringing in. A little shifty. <laughs> so Guy Fox is found in the storeroom sitting in front of a big pile of wood with a lantern. Okay. Some matches. You got a light of lantern. Okay. Right. 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 And just reeking of gunpowder in this room. Okay. What's... Behind the wood there, buddy. Yeah. More wood? He's not lying. Right. Right. There's, there's I mean probably more wood there. Yeah. Right. What what are what are the gun or the, the barrels made out of? Wood. He's not lying. No, right? There's, they're like, there's well, wood. Yeah. You need to move so we can check behind you. He's like, I'm not moving. <laughs> no, you're you're gonna move. Well, I'm not moving. No. You're gonna have to move me. Keep in mind he's a trained soldier. Right. And there are tens of, you know, the king's guards down there. Because it's a small room, they can't fit hundreds. <laughs> yeah. Math. Um, 
they they eventually get it moved. They move all of the the wood. They find that the anonymous letter that was written was absolutely true. Shocking. There's a, there, <laughs> weird. There's a uh, copious amount of gunpowder. Good word. Good word. Right, right. I like that word. It's uh, short. It's easy it, to say. It's, it's a lot easier to say than gunpowder. It's impressive. But when you say copious amounts of gunpowder, for some reason, gunpowder is easier to say. Yeah. Mushmouth. So, um, obviously, he's arrested. Yeah. Trained soldier, right? He's trained to, to not talk. He talks. Yeah. <laughs> All conspirators are given up. So, 5th of November, the rest of the plotters leave London, most of them headed to the Midlands, running for their lives. They know something's going to happen. 7th of November, Fox makes his first confession in the Tower of London. Took him three days. Some soldier he is. Yeah. I'm sure he was tortured beyond belief. Oh, God, I couldn't I mean, imagine. That torture was a, was a, uh, <laughs> that, that was a job. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people were <laughs> aficionados in torture back then. Yeah. They, and, and, and they weren't looked at as. It was on their resume. Right. I mean, <laughs> what are you, I'm a torturer. Yeah. <laughs> we're looking for a new one. <laughs> Come on in. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, 8th of November, so one day later, Catesby, the mastermind behind it, Percy and the Wright brothers are killed in a shootout at the whole beach house. I'd much rather go that way. Blaze of glory? Yeah. yeah. Just I, go. Like Young Guns 1 or Young Guns 2? <laughs> Either's better than being hung, drawn, and quartered. Right. Well, I'd this much was... rather just, I'd much rather just take sure. a bullet. Let's sure. Just... I'm with you. Yeah. And it, and it better be... Right just the, one just time, never even know what happens. Quick. Yeah. So, um, being that it's the whole beach, H O L beach house, I'm going to guess it's closer to Young Guns One, where yeah. they, you know, send a big crate out a window and a guy jumps out. <laughs> um, somebody rides off. Yeah. All's happy. Uh, 9th of November, so we are now five days post letter. Okay. Well, post King James having him searched. Yeah. It's, one of those. Yeah. PEMDAS. A couple of weeks yeah. after the letter. Anyway, uh, King James makes a speech about the plot of the opening of the parliament. Or at the opening of the parliament. Of the, at the English. Um, so he, he, he makes a speech about it. So it's all, it's public knowledge now. So that anybody else who's left, they can find. This is 9th of November, 1605. Uh, within the next couple of months, they catch everybody else. Everybody squeals. You know, Fox right. is just singing like a canary. And uh, fast forward to the 27th of January, 1606. Digby, Grant, Fox, Keys, Rookwood, the Winters, and Bates go on trial at Westminster Hall. They've heard of that place. I have, yeah. It's pretty famous. Yeah, yeah. 30th of January, keep in mind, three days later, Digby, Robert Winter, Grant, and Bates are executed at St. Paul's Churchyard. <laughs> Short trial. Yeah. Short trial. Uh, 31st, so the next day, Fox, Rookwood, Thomas Winder, and Keyes are executed in Old Palace Yard, Westminster. So at that point, all conspirators are dead. Right. Plot foiled. Threats. Thus ends our timeline. Yeah. So, nobody really knows what these guys look like because, well, there's no cameras back then. Right. And they weren't... I say they weren't. Outside of Sir Everend Digby, none of them were, were nobles. None of them were... There um, were no grand paintings. There correct. were no... Yep. Exactly where I'm sure. going with this. So nobody knows what they look like. So you look at 
the hacking group Anonymous. Mm-hmm. They all wear the Guy Fox mask. Right. They got that from the movie V for Vendetta. Yep. Which V, the main plotter, conspirator, treasonist in the movie, wears a Guy Fox. Gotta carefully say that. Really enunciate, right? Guy Fox. That one mask. you have to. Uh, that matters. Yes, it absolutely does. But they, but he wears a Guy Fox mask. Anonymous took that as nobody knows his his, you know, what he looks like, who he is. Sure. And so that is their moniker, their face, their right, whatever. Um, Guy Fox, for all intents and purposes, was probably just at your average looking dude, late fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred soldier, um, longer hair, beard. Right. He may have been no. in his 30s, but he probably looked 55. Right. He was yeah. towards the end of his, his days because of all the battle he had seen. Right. Regardless. Yeah. Um, why they all cling on to Guy Fawkes with this treasonous plot and not Robert Catesby is because he was the one that got caught. Sure. He was the fall guy. The I wouldn't say scapegoat. He was part of it. Right. But no, he, he, was, he was the one that took... The initial it brunt was of him the that was down there that got caught that, that had the the trigger, if you will. So he is the face of anarchy. He is the face of right overthrow the government. He's the guy. He's remember remember the fifth of November. Right. He didn't write that. But... Hey, that's today. <laughs> hey, weird. Don't, don't forget today. Yeah, the gunpowder is treasonous plot. <laughs> so, um, I, I get. Where they were coming from. They were jacked around for... Oh, yeah. In reality, they had about almost 70 years of religious persecution for just wanting to worship their God the way... The, the same God as everybody else, the way they wanted to. But King Henry VIII had such disdain for the Pope and the Catholic Church because he couldn't have his way that he vilified Catholics. Right. And, of course, back then you're looking at a time when... 4% of the population was literate. And so they relied on the government. What's the word I'm looking for? They, they would have an official basically read the news to them. Right. Well, of course it's going to be skewed towards what's going to make the king and the, the kingdom and, 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 and the, the, the country look best. Right. So, of course, Catholics are bad. Catholics bad. Protestants good. Er. Yep. You know, all those things. So I get I get where they're coming from. Right. I get I get why. Pardon me, that won't be on the broadcast. That's just for us. Um, I, I get why it came to a head. Sure. I don't get why they didn't act quicker. I, I know you gotta you gotta you gotta go back to the times. How easier or or not easy it was to. Get everything there. I mean, everything was set. Fox was down there. You know you're going to get tortured and killed because you're doing right. something. He and... knew that wasn't going to, to end well for him. Yeah, he had the matches. He had a lantern. Throw the lantern into the into the, the, the barrels. Of, you're dead anyway. Yeah. You know, complete the damn thing. <laughs> complete your mission, soldier. <laughs> but, well, yeah, it's just one of those histories... History's mysteries. Why wouldn't he just go, well, you got me. It's like trying to find the center. How many likes does it take to get to the center of the Tetris Pop? The yeah. world may never know. Right. 
So, oh, well. So, you gave us something to talk about for a half an hour. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and something for them to celebrate for the next 400 years. Correct. Correct. And, and keep in mind that, that we could go into a lot more in-depth on this. We could, I mean, I could read you verbatim the entire Wikipedia page here, but that's kind of boring. Right. Anybody, anybody can go and read any Wikipedia page they want. Right. It's whether or not you want to hear it. Right. We're here to entertain you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call it entertain. Yes. So. My softball team, I always remind them that I'm there for the comedic relief. Don't, don't, don't expect me to do any playmaking move. Sure. But I will make it a fun time. By God, let's go. Yeah. I'm in. Yep. If you need a sub, let me know. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, the date was 5th of November when he was caught. They were all dead by January. Yeah. March. January 31st. Yep. So, Short time, to, short turnaround. Yeah. <laughs> um, the outcome, failure. Plotters executed. That's what Wikipedia says. Yeah. It's got to be true. Yeah. I don't think any of them survived. No, at least, they were, at least they were, not today. Right. They, <laughs> <laughs> if they did, they're wizards. <laughs> and there were wizards in England. Yes. Merlin. Sure. He was just a scientist. Um, he was just smart. He was. They called him a wizard. Right. Which <laughs> I get it. I, I call Neil deGrasse Tyson a wizard. Well. Yeah. Bill Nye, wizard. Right. Right. Whoever Ron does. Swanson, wizard. With, well, <laughs> grand poobah wizard, maybe. <laughs> um, but so, you know, you fast forward to today, you know, 400 years later, and it's still celebrated. Sort of. Ish. <laughs> Good segue. Yeah. Your time in England. Yes. So it's funny because everybody knows Guy Fawkes Day. And that's what it's, that's just, it's what it, it is. Right. It is November 5th. It's Guy Fawkes Day. It's not, and, it's not gunpowder day. No. It's not the treason day. No, it's just Guy Fawkes Day. That's July 4th. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's treason day. But they, you go over there and October rolls through and November's coming up and you'd hear somebody talk and, and, and. I didn't have, at least the first time I was there, a whole lot of immersion into the British culture because sure. I was on base and I was young sure. and naive and I didn't know what was going on. Was that your like, first was that your first duty station? Yeah. Out of it. Oh, yeah. God, they sent you to England. Yeah. You were naive. Let's do it. <laughs> let's if you're gonna do it, let's do it. In the immortal words of uh Mike Myers' dad on So I Married an Axe Murder, let's get pissed. It's a great movie. Yeah, it is underrated. And, and 90% of people don't know what you're talking about. Right, let's get sadly. Drunk. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, they, they, oh yeah, we're going to, it's Guy Fawkes Day and this and that. You think, oh cool, it's going to be like the 4th of July. There's going to be fireworks everywhere. There's going to be people that are <laughs> throwing up some kind of, you know, there's some kind yeah. of celebration. It's yeah. going to be this thing. And this is, this is circa 2002, three, okay. somewhere there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meh. There's, there's, there's sometimes there's a little bit of fireworks. Like which, which would, is which is so ironic. Like what I would write. Let's let's celebrate them not detonating gunpowder under the House of Parliament by detonating gunpowder by above. Yeah, <laughs> not below. No, because that would be. But yes, there's 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 a decent there's you know little shows here and there. Nothing sure. that I could even equate to what we do in small town Kansas. America. Right. Yeah. Blowing stuff up and seeing who can make the biggest boom. Right. There's no 
No, and, and it's King James. Yes, it is celebrated, <laughs> and it is a time of remembrance that they can say, "Hey, remember, we stopped him." Right, and that's great. Right, but from the nineteen twenty year old dude that was sent over there, it didn't lead. There wasn't that kind of impression left sure. on me sure. for that. We had a bigger fireworks show on the 4th of July in England. <laughs> and you were telling me about that on the open yeah, we, up one of the bases. We'd, set, we, we, we'd open up one of the bases and let everybody in, all sure. the British nationals, everybody come in. There's a carnival. There's even, you know, the games and, and, and you know, you can win stuff. And, and it's all a great time and it's a huge sure. celebration. And then once the sun sets at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, because it's England in the summer, we set off a huge firework show that, nice. that can be seen and heard for miles. Just one big, huge middle finger to the people that are trying to get some sleep. Right. Because we're celebrating our independence from, from them. them. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's, it's just one of those things that you kind of go, you know? Sure. Yeah, let's remember, but just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the craziest thing is that this is clearly the most popular, the most remembered treason plot. Right, um, and, and, and I know that there are people that are in England that if this ever makes it to somebody in England or something sure. that's British, know. they are going to go, oh, no, we do so much more than that, probably. But it's behind sure. closed doors. Sure. It's, a, it's a conversation. Sure. It's a something that they go, yes, I'm going to make a big deal out of it. Just like there are people in this world that make a huge deal in America about St. Patrick's Day. Right, right. Or Everybody's the, Irish on that day. Right. Or Cinco de Mayo. Or Right. They're, yes. Yes, we are. But by yeah. the 10th of November, it's gone. It's yeah. over. It's done. It's, yeah. it, it, it was a thing that happened in next next fifth of November. We're going to remember it again. You know, if if you do a little bit of research on this, which we did a little bit, not a lot. Mm. Um, around that time, I mean, like sixteen oh two to sixteen oh three, there were multiple <laughs> plots to to murder King James, assassination attempts, and everything. Yeah. And <laughs> the one that sticks out was um, William Watson and William Clark. Bill and Bill. Mm. Um, As they're known. Right. <laughs> the Bill plot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why it didn't take off. No, but I mean, they went so far as to approach Philip III of Spain to fund yeah. it. They sent rosaries from from uh, the, the Catholic Church, from, from the Vatican, which it was, I don't think it was a Vatican then, but whatever it was, wherever the Pope stayed, yeah. um, you know, from the Pope's house to... I mean, the queen at that point to be like, hey, something's got to change. This isn't right. Right. But um, Watson and Clark condemned and, quote, very bloodily handled or executed. That's what I'd like to dig into another time, maybe. Sure. We could, we could go over some popular plots to overthrow King James first, because there was plenty of them. Sure. Him is, or any of them. Let's even... Yeah. Fidel Castro, he was, oh. there was so many failed attempts. So many. He said that he survived over 2,000 assassination attempts, but by the CIA's count, which of course they've got to count. That's, and it's got to be accurate. Right, because they're probably the most 
yeah. you know, the, the ones that did it the most. It was somewhere in the neighborhood of 700. Still. It's, I'm sure it felt like 2,000. Seven <laughs> is impressive to me. <laughs> 700. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, no, that, that'd, be, that'd be cool to see what people of different time frames even sure. decided, hey, this is how we're going to take him out. We're going to poison his wine. We're going to do this. Sure. We're going to do that. Well, and, and like with, with Castro, I mean, the, the CIA actually had a, uh, I mean, it's just some wackadoodle ways of trying to assassinate Cat. Like they were going to put poison in his cigars. Yeah. They were going to set up a fake coral reef because he liked to, sc- to not scuba dive, but snorkel. Sure. Because, I mean, it's Cuba. It's beautiful. Why it's wouldn't Caribbean. you? Caribbean. Yeah. Um, but they put uh, they were going to put a fake coral reef down there that had fake coral that had poison on it. And hopefully he would scratch himself on it and not somebody else. And then he would go back to his palace or whatever and, and die. That's less assassination, more plausible deniability. Right. Yeah, that's... It's- Welcome to the Cold War. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Cuban Missile Crisis We're, and the Bay of Pigs. And... We are going to kill somebody, but we don't want it to look like it was on purpose. They were, I mean, just so much stuff. Yeah. That's that's one that I, that the, back up a little bit. We were supposed to have our first episode two weeks ago. Um, the uh, logistics of it didn't work out, but we were going to do it because of the day that it was, we were going to do it on the Cuban Missile Crisis because that was right. the 22nd of October, which was the day that Kennedy made his speech publicly confirming the Cuban Missile Crisis. Right. Where the Soviet presence with nuclear armament on yeah. in Cuba. That could reach as far as everywhere in the United States, but Hawaii, Alaska, and Seattle. Right. And I love that <laughs> Seattle is just on the cusp. Yeah. Just safe. It's like it's all of the the nuclear ash was going to fall about a hundred feet outside of Seattle's city limits. Perfect. Right. Moving to Seattle. If there was a reason, that might be it. Sure. Cuba that... Cuba couldn't have hit us back in the sixties. Right, right. So Tons of stuff to go over. We we are going to try, and, and, and keep in mind, this is a very fluid process of how we're going to do the show, and it's going to evolve. Um, we're starting out now around an hour. Yeah-ish. Um, who knows? One of my favorite podcasts is Time Suck with Dan Cummings. He started out at 45-minute episodes. He is now six, seven years into this, and they're roughly around three hours apiece. Yeah. Because of the amount of research. He has a crew that does research for him. That's what I would like to get to. Right. So my, my crew is my very supportive wife allowing me to do research. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. I do it at work. I do it at home. And I'm allowed to do it. And again, because my, my girlfriend is gracious enough to understand what goes into a podcast because she does want herself. Sure. So, um, but you know what? This, who knows how this is going to grow? Yeah. Our talks, you know, before was that uh, I would love for this to, to be able to be a money-making venture to where we can quit our day jobs and do this full-time. Wouldn't it be great? How much fun we could, could we We have? could have a crew. Yes. <laughs> uh, eventually, you know, and I'm going to put the time frame at a year-ish. Sure. I'd like to have some merchandise. Yeah. Um, I would like to set up a, maybe even a Patreon account to where our loyal listeners as you will be. Um, <laughs> you know who you are. Right, you know who you are, Mom. Um, <laughs> can can, can help out and, and donate. And, you know, I would, I would like to take the Time Suck model of the Patreon account and basically like you do with the football team, it's 50-50. Yep. Half of it goes to help us out, half of it goes to a charity. Right. And we have a charity of the month, 
And I think that's a very noble way to thank your listeners is by donating to those less fortunate. Um, whether it's Habitat for Humanity, whether it's uh, uh, Folds of Honor, something that gives right. back to something that's close Wounded to Wounded Warriors us. or something, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. Something that is very um, close to us. Yeah. Personally. So, um, there, is, of, there is a charity, I will stop you right here, that no, we can hit, look hit into. Me, hit me. It's Helping Hands Monkey Helpers. They train monkeys to help people that have disabilities in their homes. I'm in. How cool <laughs> could it be that you could have a trained helper monkey? And that's not cheap. No. Yeah. And it's the coolest thing. You, you can have service animals that are dogs, and some of my favorite people are dogs. <laughs> it's cool. There's a service it's cool. that came in last year. Yeah. Good job, yeah. Kyle. Yeah. Good job, Kyle. <laughs> but... <laughs> How cool would it be to go, yep, yeah, that's my that's my monkey. Yeah, that's, he, he, he reaches the peanut butter for me on the top shelf because I can't get there. That's my service chimp. How cool You're is that? Right. I have an emotional support orangutan. <laughs> Come on. He eats nine times as much bananas as I do, but that's okay. <laughs> but I feel better. But I feel better. <laughs> because, because Ollie is in my life. Right. Ollie the orangutan. I can't okay. that on the fly. I, I, yeah. All right. I'm I like gonna, it. <laughs> I'm clever sometimes, so... Bear with us. There are going to be some hiccups. There are going to be some growing pains. Um, the the original premise of this was to have a three man crew, a three person crew. Um, <laughs> I would love to get back to that. Hopefully, yeah. Big Easy can uh, get his schedule more accommodating, and he can join us. And it's it's we've got some good things in store. Yeah. But uh, every other week for the moment. Yeah. We'll see how that works. We could go to once a month. We could go to every week. We'll find out. Competitive cheer season is a bear. Uh, so is baseball season. Yeah, so, fair. So we'll uh, we'll make it happen. We'll figure it out. Yep. Regardless. It's not irregardless. It's regardless. Well, irregardless isn't the word. Exactly. Yes. See, this is why yeah. we get along. That's why this <laughs> is going to work. We know English kind of. Um, My favorite military use was, hey, un- unloosen that. <laughs> So you want me to tighten it? So tighten? Yeah. No, and loosen. What? It was a near miss. Yeah. No, they yeah. they missed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it still a miss. Right. So, uh, you know, bear with us. We're going to have some fun. Yeah. Um, maybe we educate you. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. But, uh, Ron, first episode's about in the books. Yeah. It's think, a good time. I think we had some fun. Yeah. Think we learned some things, not about the gunpowder plot, but uh, definitely about how to do a well, podcast. Yeah, and um, you know what? We'll try to get in two weeks. Sounds good. Everybody, thank you for uh, listening. Find us on Twitter X. We'll start there at Dirty River ICT, um, and uh, we'll we'll give out all the other socials through there, and uh, we'll make a thing of this. All right. Till Works. next time. See ya. <laughs>